the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. People are exiting the stage at Washington, D.C., the inauguration of Joseph Biden and Kamala Harris, the new president and vice president of the United States. So I... I am torn. I level with you because I want many of the things that they said to be true. That he will govern just as much for those who, as an example, he will govern just as much for those who voted against him. He will be their president as those who voted for him. I don't know exactly what that means. We'll obviously find out. I hear that on day one, he will issue over a dozen executive orders undoing things that were done by President Trump. And that's, I assume, if they, if they are in the power of the president to do, he has the perfect right to do that. It's hard to imagine that if you undo just about everything that half this country voted for, that you are as much their president. I'm not saying this even critically. I'm just saying that it's hard to imagine what that means. That uh, when you speak uh, in an inaugural address, first time in the history of the United States, that that uh, domestic terrorism and white supremacy were mentioned uh, in uh, an inaugural address. And what's what's that? Uh, we have a sound here. That's interesting. All right. The. The poem that was read by Amanda Gorman was uh, was something I was, had some trepidation about because she had said or someone had said that she was going to be addressing what happened at the Capitol, and she she did, but it was not direct. My only problem, really, with with the poem, to the extent that I heard it, and I think I heard, I'm sure I heard most of it. Uh, was that uh, it wasn't a poem? To, it was a it was a speech, which is fine. I, I I'm not a poetry man to begin with, uh, so I just I just don't know what poetry is any longer. If that if that was a poem, and I'm not even saying this critically, I'm saying it uh, as sort of as a question. Uh, it's the least of my problems with anything that is going on in America, and she delivered it certainly very well. 
No, no question about that. Systemic racism was mentioned. As I said, white supremacy, domestic terrorism. The truth and justice will thrive on our watch. Uh, That uh, I hope that that's true. You can't have much truth, though, if everything that differs with you is suppressed or much that differs with you is suppressed. Truth does not come from the suppression of alternate voices, something that is unparalleled in American history, the amount of suppression of, of other voices. That's the, that's the crisis of the moment, in my opinion, the unprecedented suppression of free speech that was not addressed, which I, I'm, I, I'm just mentioning this. There were some nice things said. The country we love with all our hearts. Good. I think that's important for people on the left to hear. It's okay to say you love this country. Of course, love is demonstrated. I don't know how you could love a place that you think is so rotten as the New York Times thinks it is. I don't believe that the editors of the New York Times love the United States, for example. I do believe that Joe Biden loves the United States. I don't know if Kamala Harris loves the United States. These are just observations. These are honorable observations on a very dramatic day. 1 8 Prager 776 877 Amy Klobuchar used the word insurrection. People who are committed to the truth should not use the word insurrection. That's not what happened on January 6th. And I've told you my whole life that I find calls for unity naive at best and disingenuous at worst, and I will give him the benefit of the doubt on his first day of office that it's just naive. What does it mean, unity? You talk about white supremacy as a big issue in the country and uh, about an insurrection. Not a word about the, the terror that dominated our cities for half a year last year. Everything is about the quote-unquote insurrection that never took place. A riot took place. One I condemned within 30 minutes of finding out about it. And it was condemned by every Republican, unlike the Democrats, who cheered on or kept quiet or didn't prosecute, but never condemned except in the most necessary form to say they did it, like Joe Biden on a few tweets five days after they began. All we hear about is what was done by right-wingers. You can't unify the country without truth. The truth is that we have far more to fear from left-wing terror than right-wing terror. The ratio is about a thousand to one. So, You can't say you're committed to truth if you don't acknowledge 
that there, there are vast numbers of people who, who hate this country, who have dominated our society, who have taken over public spaces, destroyed, I don't know, a thousand businesses, torched them, vast amount of looting, looting defended on national public radio, which had an hour on the defense of moral defense of looting. What is ignored is you're asking me, the American, to ignore truth while you say how important truth is. Well, it's very, it's a tough pill to swallow. We are bathing in lies. Wouldn't it have been nice to say, you know what? America wasn't founded, you kids in schools. America wasn't founded in 1619, as 3,000 schools will, will are teaching their children now. That's a lie. America was founded in 1776. You talk about truth. Kids are bathing in lies. So it's uh, it's <laughs> it's just an observation from a good-willed American who would like to see someone actually be president of all the people, but even I, I don't know what that means. You're going to give Iran back uh, back its money. You're going to go and and and, uh, and once again deal with the only regime on earth that advocates genocide? I would love love to cheer the words that that were offered. This country does not suffer from white supremacy. That's, you can't call for truth and unity and say we have to fight white supremacy or that the country is systemically racist. You say you love America. I. How do you love a, a place that's systemically racist? Systemically. Not a country that has racists in it. Every, every country has racists in it. Every country has rapists in it. Every country has murderers in it. Is the country a, is the country a rapist? Is, is the country systemically rapist? You wouldn't say that. I'm sure he wouldn't say that. I don't know what happened. I guess they don't say that the colleges are rape culture anymore because nobody's at college. I, don't, I wonder when that uh, when that will resume. There's a very big difference between a, a society having bad people and a society being a bad society. They are not the same things. Real Clear Politics picked up my column this week. The reason I mention that is because Real Clear Politics takes columns of the left and right, what they think are most important. My column is about the need of the left to suppress speech. God, if he'd have just said, oh, more than anything else, I wish he would have said, this is the country of free speech more than any other in the history of the world. We will not tolerate the suppression of dissent in the United States of America. Can you imagine that? That, my friends, would have won me over 
with anything else he wanted to say. We cannot tolerate the suppression of free speech in the land of the free and the home of the brave. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today.